on this episode of Free Beer and Real Estate. So did you know that about 90% of the world's millionaires became millionaires by investing in real estate? Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Hey, what's up, everybody? Got a great session for you today. Uh, catchy title, but again, the caveat here is this is not a get-rich-quick little seminar that Tony and I are doing. It's all about building wealth, investing in real estate. So whether you're a homeowner or you're thinking about in investment properties of any type, We've got some interesting numbers to share with you and sort of uh, some philosophical looks at the correlation between owning real estate and building wealth. I'm going to throw a number out here in a, in a minute that's going to shock you, I think, if you haven't heard it before. So there's the teaser. Let's get rolling. Again, Mike Ferrante here. I'm with Century 21 Homestar. I run a team called the 21 Mike Team. Uh, we cover northern half of Ohio, all the way from Columbus, Tony, uh, where we've got Mike and John down that way. Uh, and of course, Northeast Ohio, a real strong presence here where we started out. Uh, almost 40 agents on the team on pace to close over 600 deals this year. And uh, for Century 21, it looks like we're going to be number two in the country again next year. We're like the, we're like the uh, Guardians and the Browns and, and mainly the Cavs. Next year is our year, Tony. That's when we're going to win the championship. Uh, and I'm mentioning Tony, uh, joined each week here by broker owner Tony Geraci, who has a little bit of experience in the real estate business. Uh, Tony's been in real estate 30-ish uh, 30, years. Uh, in the real estate broker uh, uh, agent, you were an agent, started out as an agent, then a broker, got some lending background. Tony, you've done a little bit of everything, right? Sure. Yeah, no, I've been in business 30 years, got my broker's license uh, going on 25 years ago and uh, started uh, you know this office and over 500 agents now. And then, yeah, I dabbled, uh, you know, being in real estate and the mortgage and the title side of things for many yep. years also. So have uh, when it comes to real estate, I, I was like, I say, I'm kind of like a master of this and I know nothing about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Jeopardy, Tony, if, I ever, if there was Jeopardy just on real estate, I would probably win that. But everything else, I'm not too sure about. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd be like that guy. What's the guy's name that uh, was the champ for many years ben in Jeopardy? Jenny. Ken Jennings, you're the Ken Jennings of real estate. So Tony, uh, I mean, I, actually, I want to talk about this just for another second. When, when you got into real estate, you started out as an agent, right? I mean, you literally started boots on the ground as a real estate agent. Yeah, no boots on the ground. And uh, honestly, my first real job, you know, I no kidding. 22 years old, right out of college, thought I was getting into real estate part time just to see, figure out some things. Yeah. And uh, enjoyed it when I saw that uh, those commission checks coming in. I'm like, well, I could work harder and get paid more. And when I had other friends that just graduated from college getting paid an hourly wage and right. thinking, my like, gosh, how many 
how many years do they have to work before they move up the ladder? I go, I want to, I want to hit, you know, I want to be in control of that. So I never look back after that. So. Yep. So Tony, uh, that's a great segue into what I want to talk about. And it's about building wealth. And I want to define that first before we talk about it. So one measure of wealth, of course, is money. You know, how much money do you have in the bank? But when for me, and, and I think for each person listening or watching, wealth is defined in different ways. So for me personally, it's not about dollars in the bank. It's about freedom, you know, choices to be able to do what I want to do, to be able to take that trip, uh, buy that new pickup truck, you know, that I bought three years ago. Uh, you know, you know, for Tony, you know, you, you have a, a vacation home, uh, you're able to travel and do the things that you want to do. You're able to, you know, for some people, wealth is putting their kids through college. And Tony, you've got two of those, right? And I, I'm sure you're uh, in some ways assisting with that. And, you know, so each person defines wealth differently. But I think what's common to it is that we have to find a way to earn a living and then some, you know, savings. And here's the stat I'm going to share. And I'm just going to throw this out there and then I'll let you react to this, Tony. So did you know that about 90% of the world's millionaires became millionaires by investing in real estate. Isn't that shocking? I mean, or did you already know it that? Is. No, I didn't know that was high. I was definitely going to say over 50% uh, on that. And I would have been throwing in there and I don't have the statistic. I think a lot of not just people, companies you know, these big, big companies, you don't realize that our real estate, I'm, I'm not sure I'm jumping into your, <laughs> are owned by real estate. I'm, I'm going to throw out one other thing, but I'll let you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I, you, you hit the nail on the head because uh, companies is exactly right. So I'm going to give an example. The the Ray Kroc story that we recent I recently watched it probably within the last year. Um, everyone thinks of McDonald's as this multi- billion dollar company, billions and billions sold, right? So did they become so profitable by selling a lot of hamburgers? I'm sure that's part of it, but McDonald's is actually a real estate company. Uh, is that one of the examples you you knew of, Tony? Exactly. And I didn't know that till years and years ago when uh, one of the, the head, uh, like the COO or uh, uh, you know, vice president of Century 21 time came from uh, McDonald's and we asked him why, you know, why, how would that correlate? And then he told us the story. I never knew that before that, that McDonald's is more of a real estate company. They own their properties. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly right. So they realized early on that, yeah, you can make money selling hamburgers and French fries, but by owning the actual real estate and, and collecting rent essentially from all these franchisees, that was how they really became profitable and successful. And there's obviously more to the story. I don't know if you want to elaborate on it, Tony, but that's that's really the bottom line is by owning the real estate, that's how they really made their millions and billions. And also just, I always just say not to step back to individual homes, but anytime anybody asks you, hey, is owning better than, is renting better than buying or buying being better than renting? Use this exact example. There's 90% of the millionaires out there are in real estate. They own it. They don't live in it. They don't use it as office space. They're renting it to other people. So 90% of the millionaires out there owning real estate is always better than renting real estate in the long run, you know? <laughs> so Absolutely. So, and that is a great segue into another statistic I have for you. And it's about, it's about net worth. Okay. And again, an, another measure of wealth. And again, I'm not here to promote 
uh, dollars in bank accounts and that being like a measure of someone's value. But, you know, when it comes to net worth, that is one way to measure one, you know, how, how wealthy you are. And so the statistic is that in a, they compared homeowners, people who, who owned their home compared to renters. And they found that people who were homeowners, the median net worth of that household was 40 times the household wealth of a renter. I mean, 40 times, Tony, it's not like, oh yeah, 50%, you know, half again more or, or double. It's 40 times the household wealth if you own your home. Now, the articles that I've read go on to talk about some of the reasons why. It's not all about appreciation. So we're not here to tell you real estate is some magical investment. Again, get rich quick. I think, and Tony, I'm going to ask your opinion in a second, but I think that part of owning real estate, it's a discipline. It's a mindset, right? I mean, it, oh, you definitely. follow a path, right? Right. Definitely. No, you own something, you take care of it. You're, you're trying to uh, better it. You're trying to uh, make sure that it increases in value over a specific period of time. And you're doing it for a uh, long-term investment uh, type thing. I'm talking about your primary residence, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. For sure. And so let's talk about that for a second. Again, I'm prepared with stats today. Even if you all you do is own your primary residence, and I'm going to get into investing in real estate in a second. For, for those of you who are listening who say, I, I already own my home, get to the good stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about investing in real estate and what that looks like. But just, just as one example, even if all you do is own your primary residence, over seven to 10 years, you're doubling your wealth. So I, I pulled up numbers just over the last 10 years, just pulled up Cuyahoga County, Northeast Ohio. And, and from January of 2012, when the median home sale price, the value was $74,900, $75,000 to today when it's around $200,000, that's the median. So over the course of, of 10 years, that's a, over a doubling in value for the real estate. That's just residential real estate here in North Ohio. That's if you own private residence. That's pretty amazing, I think. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Oh, definitely. Um, and, and, and just to jump on, um, what you were just saying, like if someone's listening, they're like, well, I already own my home, get to the good stuff. This is information that for realtors, because right now I have to deal with this as a broker. Agents are calling, oh my God, my buyers are trying to bet. They want they want to back off because of the market. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you either want to buy or you, you want to sell. This is not, a, you know, this is not like the stock market, like you're trying to plan it at the perfect time. So it goes down. Like if someone says, well, I want to wait to sell, you know, because uh, I think the value might have come down a little bit. Well, the, the thing you're going to buy is at that same level. So it moves back and forth. When you're talking about your primary residence, I tell anybody, it's always a good time to buy. It's always a good time to sell when you're ready to do that in your primary residence. You don't wait for something. And then the market, when they talk about interest rates, I've agents you know, say, oh my gosh, they're waiting for the interest rates to come down. 
they could keep on going up and I think they will go up a little bit more. So you, you pick the time and you deal with what it is now. Yeah, that sense. For, for, for sure. And the reason I chose this topic for today, Tony, is because uh, the relevancy for real estate professionals, which is largely our audience, investors, real estate pro professionals, we are in a position where we are first of all, guiding people. So we really should know this stuff. But secondly, you know, the natural progression, I think, for real estate professionals is to invest in what you believe in, right? So if you went to a financial advisor or an insurance person and they themselves didn't buy the product that they're selling, you'd raise an eyebrow, right? So as real estate professionals, I think it's important for us, first of all, to be knowledgeable about investing in real estate, um, but also to consider doing it. Because uh, here's, uh, I'll share one quick story real quick. I was on a listing appointment house in my area that needed a ton of work and the sellers just wanted to be rid of the property. Well, we bought it. I, I, I bought it and it's going to be a great flip for us. Okay, so this is a fix and flip opportunity. But those of you real estate professionals, you will have opportunities come and fall in your lap because of the business that you're in. And I think that if you are prepared to take advantage of it, then it's a great wealth building opportunity. And let me just throw in this little comparison. I'm just talking about our market. So um, my experience, our market is great for, it's, it's, I hate to use the word simple, uh, simple to understand is that you, we have people that are buying and selling that need to buy and sell primary residence. We have investors that are buying properties to just simply rent them out. And they just look at this is what I'm buying it for either cash or just my payment. And this is what the possible rental income is or flips. So this is a house. It's in a market, uh, a house totally updated could go for, you know, 200,000 and I could get it for, you know, 110 and I could put 20, 30,000 into it and sell it as a profit. That's kind of simple math, but to compare, that's why uh, I love our market. I love Ohio because we have that. Now, now you get into Florida, like right now, I mean, people are calling me and it's like, well, you know, I got people, they have properties in Florida. I go, I have no idea where that market is going with what has just happened. But would I tell anybody to buy down there right now? No. Uh, especially if you're buying a condo, like someone said, I'm going to buy a condo in Florida right now. And, you know, near where all uh, the terrible things happen, I'm like, we don't know where that kind of association is going to be, what, you know, the repairs they have to make. So luckily for us, you know, not to say, you know, terrible things are happening people are going through is that we have a stable market up here hope and knock on what we you know have any hurricanes or, or uh, earthquakes or tornadoes or or anything like that so i tell you we have that uh security so to say more secure in my opinion of a market than in other areas of the country and hopefully that makes sense yeah and we also have manageable price ranges tony so you know uh in our household, we tend to watch HGTV and these, uh, re the reality shows like the flip or flop. And, you know, we, we watch, uh, Tarek and Christina in California, and they're talking about $800,000 properties, million plus properties. You don't have to have a ton of money to play in the Cleveland real estate market. No. And, and I, again, again, being the real estate advisor, I could, I could honestly tell someone in my opinion is that you buy a property here today and you're doing any one of those things eventually over time or it's going to go up in value 
where again, not to compare and take it, you know, explain bad things. Right now, there's people that bought in Florida over the last year or two. And if they try to sell their house in the next year or two, they're a huge loss. I don't even, I can't even, we don't even know. There's no realtor to go, I have no idea what your value is going to be. We know it's going to be lower than it was just two years ago because everything was so high. But here we're very stable. And that's, the best advice you could give somebody that why to invest in our area uh, if you have anybody interested in buying investment property. Yep. So I'm going to share a little bit of my story and give some people thoughts on how to get started. First of all, if, if you're not in it yet, there. so one great way to get started is buying a multifamily property, living in one unit and renting out the others. First advantage is that you're able to get owner-occupant financing. So if you don't have a ton of cash, but you have a down payment, you could even buy with VA or FHA with three and a half percent or less down, you could buy a duplex. You know, that's that's what I did. I, I lived in half of my duplex, rented out the other side, and I still own that property to this day. So again, it's about wealth building. That property I bought back in the 90s, cash flow is great for me. You know, so rents are 1100 a month, uh, mortgage is paid off after I pay my taxes and insurance and my, and my manager, that's, that's income. You know, what did Warren Buffett say? You got to make money while you're sleeping. So that duplex makes me money while I'm sleeping. Pretty cool example. Exactly. And just remember uh, Warren Buffett saying back in 2008, 2009, uh, and again, this is, if you want to say one of the most uh, intelligent person, people out there about investments, and he wasn't worried. He's just, it's just the values of things that come down, but it's going to come shooting back up because eventually it's going to get to the point where it's such a good deal. And I remember when things were looking pretty bleak back in 2008, 2009, he said, he said, it's going to shoot back up very quickly because we're about to, people are going to buy America or invest in America at a discount. So when you see values go down of things, you, you know, it's going to eventually go back up. And that's what happens with real estate, the stock market and everything over time, not yep. short term sometimes. <laughs> so I, I, I know people love our examples and I have another concrete example, just exactly about what you're talking about, Tony. Back in 2006 or 2007, I bought a single family home and it was the worst time to buy. I didn't know it at the time, but it was bad because prices had just were just getting ready to peak. And I bought this house to flip it. And then of course uh, the market crashed. Uh, I actually, it was right in 2008. So I bought it with the intent to flip market crashes. And so I, I held on to it. You know, I, I could have just like stocks, you don't lose the money until you sell. And so with this house, I said, well, I, I have an asset now. I have a valuable asset that I could turn into a rental and it cash flows. And so sure enough, that's what I did. And so from 2008 through Oh gosh, I, you know, until maybe two years ago, I held on to this property. So if you add up all the rental income over the years, there's that wealth building. And then secondly, I finally did sell the property and I did realize a profit, a profit on it because I weathered the storm of the, of the recession and then sold it at the end when it made sense, when the time was right for me to liquidate that asset. So I think that was the other story I wanted to tell about weathering the storm and the long-term slow and steady wealth building of real estate. 
Uh, so, uh, Tony, any uh, we're, we're getting close to time here. Uh, I want there's one more story I want to tell, but I'll go ahead and let let you chime in first. No, that's great. No, exactly. So I just just tell agents that short uh, it's going to be different over the next couple of years. Some values of houses are going to come down. The interest rates are going to go up. People are not going to think of this. They 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 they're just going to remember the last ten years of interest rates continue to go down, uh, values to go up. But you got to tell them exactly what you said. When your advisor tells you when the stock market is down, they don't say sell, sell, sell. That's why the whole market doesn't crash because they the this. I don't say it's smart people, but the people go, I'm going to, okay, it's down a little bit. I'm down, but it's going to go back up. It's it historically always done that same with real estate. Yep. And Tony, we tend to focus on residential real estate because that's what we know. But I think that, again, um, we're talking to you real estate professionals that are listeners or watchers of our show, because you have an expertise. This is something that you live and breathe and work and sweat and bleed every day. So this is something that you are innately an expert at. So just like just like I did back in the 90s when I started buying single family homes and duplexes, over that time, I, I slowly and steadily was building wealth. I was accumulating a portfolio of properties, which sounds really impressive to say, but it's all about building that wealth, that income while you sleep. And there's different ways to do it. You don't have to have a ton of cash. The owner-occupant financing, live in a house. I did that. Uh, my dad used to say I was like a gypsy, Tony, because I would live in a house, rehab it, stay there for a year plus, and then move to the next one and rehab that and, and turn the first one into a rental. And so there's different ways to get started. And you know, I think it's just important to get some good advice, get a mentor, figure out what you're good at and where you want to focus and go out and do it and build your wealth. Exactly. No. And then again, I, I, I have a couple of agents doing exactly what I said about following up like marketing into an area or farming an area and giving people like uh, yearly or semi-annually valuations or ideas what their value is. And soon I feel in some areas it's going to go down. You're going to get some calls. So any Century 21 home storage, if you do this and actually just don't, and then you send someone a valuation, keep track of what you send them the last time. And if, if you send one that it went down the value, wait till you get that call. Like what is happening to my house value? How about starting a conversation with that? I have a feeling that will work. <laughs> that you're going to get some yep. calls when from be like, "What do you mean my value went down twenty thousand dollars this year based on the sales?" So just keep me in mind. I would love to talk to you about that if that happens. That's a great segue into our con conclusion, uh, Tony. I think that having the ability as an agent to offer that service, you know, to clients. Oh, you want to sell your home, but you want a quick and easy deal? Well, sure, there are all the wholesalers and investors on Facebook and everywhere else wanting to make you a cash offer on your home. Well, who better than a real estate agent who is bound to a, to a very high standard of ethics to give people fair offers on their on their homes? And of course, that's one of the things we do is give people an option to make a cash offer if they don't want to go through all the rigmarole of you know listing you know, prep for listing, marketing, showings, et cetera. So what a great opportunity we have for people in the real estate profession. And, you know, certainly it's a great opportunity if you want to reach out to Tony and, you know, talk about real estate in general, but also about his experience, you know, 30 years of experience. And certainly if you want to reach out to me uh, uh, regarding the team or, you know, tips on, building wealth through real estate. Always love to have those conversations. Tony, I know you'll have a real estate conversation anywhere, anytime. So if you want to reach Tony, 216-374-1269. 
for me, it's Mike at 21mike.com or go to our website, 21mike.com and click the button to schedule an appointment. Love to hear your thoughts. And, and if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook here, throw us your comments. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the correlation between owning real estate and wealth. So Tony, I'm going to throw it back to you for final thoughts and let's wrap this sucker up. Yeah, no, it's great. Always reach out and you in the next uh, last thing I'll say is that you as agents are, ha are have the data. You can see the stuff fast. You, you are going to be needed and wanted to just so people know what's going on with the values. It's the perfect time, no matter if it goes up or down. When there's big shifts in the market, either way, it's the time to connect with people and start, you know, getting in and showing them when they're ready to use you and you're on top of what's going on. Good stuff. Thanks, Tony. I'll hang around for a couple minutes in case anyone wants to chat. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week and we'll continue our Tuesday trainings from 1130 to 1150 Eastern time with Tony and Mike. Thanks, everyone. Have a good Tuesday. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.